The International Court of Justice has ordered Israel to take all measures to prevent the commission of genocidal acts in Gaza and to punish any public incitement of genocide. That provisional ruling announced at The Hague a short time ago with the court concluding that it has jurisdiction over the case brought by South Africa alleging Israel's actions in Gaza could amount to genocide. The court stopped short of calling for an immediate ceasefire in Israel's war with Hamas. It did order, however, Israel to submit a report within one month on what it is doing to respond to the court's order. Israel must, in accordance with its obligations under the Genocide Convention, in relation to Palestinians in Gaza, take all measures within its power to prevent the commission of all acts within the scope of Article 2 of the Convention, in particular, A, killing groups, members of the group, B, causing serious bodily or mental harm to members of the group, well, these provisional measures come as the Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza reports the death toll in Gaza since the start of the war has now passed 26,000 with 64,000 people injured. It says at least 183 were killed over the past day. There is a lot to unpack here. We've got Melissa Bell connecting us from The Hague. Jeremy Diamond is in Tel Aviv as well as David McKenzie in Johannesburg, all standing by for an analysis. Uh, Melissa, let's start off with you. Um, we just heard from the ICJ that, um, of course, ruling that just came through immediate measures it says that Israel must adhere to. Take us through what you've heard. Oh, that's right. Maybe you can hear behind me, Eleni, some of the pro-Palestinian protesters listening on a big screen who've been cheering on as every one of those uh, counts of the ruling came from the uh, head of the International Court of Justice here in The Hague. Uh, it was just short of a ceasefire, of course, that the ruling went, and yet significantly further towards it than any of us had imagined uh, when these proceedings began. We'd listened on the 10th and 11th of January, Eleni, uh, to South Africa, and then Israel lay out their case. And what we just heard today uh, was the uh, head of the ICJ essentially go extremely far in the direction of South Africa, uh, conceding that it was plausible that genocidal acts were being committed, uh, urging Israel to take immediate measures to ensure that there are no further killings of Palestinians in Gaza, a group, by the way, that the court recognizes as a protected people, uh, nor the further causing of any uh, mental or bodily harm to them. Now, that is short of a ceasefire, but very close to it. And I think this is a ruling uh, that Israel is now going to have to respond to. It had been said the fact that it were chosen to represent themselves as robustly as they did, an indication of how seriously they took uh, this court and its rulings and no doubt what the wider world will consider uh, as it takes in these proceedings. So uh, a, 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 an order that I think uh, will now see a great deal of pressure on Israel, uh, certainly to allow more access to Gaza and probably, Eleni, uh, to alter uh, the way in which it is perhaps going about its military operation or certainly the transparency uh, with which it's going about it. The weight of this, the UN's highest court, such uh, that it will be a very difficult ruling for Israel to ignore. Uh, Melissa Bell there for us um, at The Hague and we can see those protesters 
as well. We've also got uh, Jeremy Diamond standing by in Tel Aviv. And in fact, we've just heard from um, Netanyahu, from Benjamin Netanyahu, hailing the ICJ ruling as what he says, a rejection of discrimination against Israel. Yeah, the Israeli Prime Minister in his comments uh, making clear that Israel's commitment to international law, in his words, is unwavering, uh, and also making clear that Israel is not going to stop its war in Gaza, talking about the fact that Israel will continue to defend itself against Hamas, which he calls a genocidal terror organization. But what he is also distinguishing in this video message uh, is uh, that the war in Gaza is against Hamas and not against Palestinian civilians. And he is also making note of the fact that Israel will, quote, continue to facilitate humanitarian assistance to Palestinian civilians and continue its efforts to minimize harm to Palestinian civilians as it continues its military operations in Gaza. But we're getting some uh, far uh, uh, stronger reaction, perhaps, from Israel's defense minister, who is making clear that those who seek justice, he says, will not find it in the leather chairs of the court chambers in The Hague, uh, slamming uh, The Hague's decision not to reject South Africa's petition outright to allow this case to proceed. I think now one of the real questions is to what extent is Israel going to actually abide by the terms of this provisional reading, uh, ruling and to what extent uh, will they actually compile this report that the, the court has uh, demanded of Israel within the next month. I think it's clear that Israel has decided to kind of play along with uh, this court uh, up until now, has chosen to defend itself quite arduously in these proceedings. Uh, but now, as it relates to specific actions on the ground, to what extent will Israel actually uh, move forward with uh, those? Uh, to, to another extent, it's important to note that this ruling obviously didn't go as far as South Africa wanted, as far as Israel feared it would in terms of calling for an outright ceasefire in this war. That has not happened here. And because of that, there's certainly a significant sigh of relief among senior Israeli officials as they look at this ruling, even though uh, the, this uh, court very much laid out the disastrous humanitarian conditions in Gaza, gave some uh, uh, credence to uh, the claims of South Africa while it made clear that it wasn't ruling on the merits of the case. It certainly can uh, continue to soil Israel's international reputation, but it doesn't go as far as calling for an outright cessation of hostilities, which could have potentially put Israel in the position of defying uh, a binding uh, ruling by this court. All right, we've got David McKenzie in Johannesburg as well. And David, we also heard from um, the Minister of International Relations, Naledi Pando, outside um, the courts today. And, and to Jeremy's point, Yes, the uh, you know the wording in terms of the ceasing of fire uh, of of uh, the the um, you know military action right now wasn't in this uh, uh, ruling by the ICJ. But what Naledi Pando interestingly said that if Israel is going to abide by what was put out in court today, that a cessation would have to occur. Well, I think what's important here to note is that, Eleni, this is a, a matter that isn't over. Uh, as Jeremy mentioned, uh, Israel is required to give a report in about a month about how it is uh, going towards meeting those requests, those binding requests of the court to avoid what the court says 
may at some point amount to genocide, as it does its investigation into the horrible circumstances in Gaza. Uh, so from the South African perspective, they will be hoping for the pressure to be piled on uh, to try and improve the conditions of the people in Gaza. It was very telling that when someone asked Naledi Pando, the Minister of International Relations and Cooperation, on the steps of the court, you know, what does this say about South Africa and Israel? She said, well, this is about the Palestinian people. And as you know, Eleni, the ruling party here has had a long affinity uh, to the Palestinian cause all the way back to and before Nelson Mandela. This is a consistent a policy stance by the South African government, and they put uh, the money where their mouth is, as it were. She said they couldn't stand idly by uh, while these alleged atrocities happened, and now they are going to continue uh, this case in the months and potentially years ahead. I think an important thing to note as well is South Africa says that it wants to pursue this case also to try and make a statement about uh, bodies like the UN Security Council not being effective in trying to push global, global cooperation. They said this venue may be a way to do it. Uh, take a listen. The member states of the United Nations uh, must oversee the process and ensure uh, that we create a basis uh, for uh, a global community in which a resort to arms is no longer easy a resort to abuse is no longer easy, and that more effort is now directed toward negotiation and toward seeking peaceful means of ending conflict. She did allude to powerful friends of Israel, and you can read the U.S. in that, to uh, perhaps persuade Israel behind the scenes to change how they are uh, pursuing this war against Hamas in the coming weeks to avoid possible censure in the coming months from this court. Of course, Israel has repeatedly denied that it is doing anything uh, in the theater of war. In fact, they've said that they have tried to protect civilians uh, and provide humanitarian aid. It will be uh, really important to see whether the behavior of Israel or the sense of how they are working towards these uh, judgments or at least rulings by the court play out in the coming days.